Jasmine, I've got this theory. This might not be the best way to open the show, to be completely honest, because it's my okay, inner workings. Okay, go on. Yeah. Then. So I've noticed, right, there's a real thing in um, different types of presenters across the world. I feel like we're pretty cash, right? And I wonder whether we need, because I'm just like, right now, I'm pretty cash. I wonder whether in an inexplicable future episode, I'm going to do this whole picture, like, because we're recording this, of just mainly boobs. I'm going to wear a push-up bra and wear so much lipstick and things and see if it gets us more hits. Hits, tits for hits, hits for tits. I don't know. I... I feel that like presenters will just rock up in their pajamas because you you are behind the microphone and not on screen. But like, Sophie, you're a social media influencer now. Stop so should, the radio presenting career. Shall we do a? Shall we do an episode just dressed like absolute sluts to see what happens? Oh my god! Just you're to see if that gets my language. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm like a slut on the weekends for fun. Yes okay so that's gonna happen inexplicably in the future and i think we should put up videos right where we just randomly zoom in on our tits for no reason and just see if it gets us more followers just for fun i think we should why not tits for hits tits for hits hello and welcome to on wednesdays we wear black with me sophie k and yasmin suman hi sophie i have something to tell you Oh no, what now? I think I might have to quit the podcast. April Fools! It's a few days late, but it still counts. Shut up. Yeah. Laugh! You're meant to laugh! No! You can't leave me. You can't leave me. I would be one of those crazy exes. I'm coming around your house. I am scratching your car, but you don't have a car at the moment, but I will scratch something up. I will... I will be... I will be that person. You cannot leave me. I, I could never. I could never. You're my emotional support person. People come to me and they don't even ask how I am. They ask how you are. People just call me your name, so it does... <laughs> People confuse us for each other, even though we're different races. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right, so today's episode is news catch-up, and it's a little bit later because we did Bad Omens last week, and of course everything gets moved for Bad Omens because they are bad fucking omens. Um, you know, just casually chatting with Bad Omens, no biggie. As you do, as you do. Award-winning podcasters, wasn't it? <laughs> so today's news stories, um, it's been quite busy, but I've caught up on a few that really stood out to me, Yasmin. Okay, go on. So, um, first of all, the news story that stood out to me is everywhere is just Metallica. Everything okay. is Metallica. Okay. Because... Metallica's new album is ready to drop. They've been dropping singles. It's like giving those throwback Metallica vibes. Everyone is very happy about it. But also, so that's just that's just one thing. Another okay. news, another news story that's popping off. Have you seen about this new festival? Which, what, which one? It's called Power Trip. Have you seen it? Yes, I was confused because I thought that it was like the band Power Trip. And I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, I got confused with that first. So it sounds almost like a hoax because the lineup so far that's been announced. So from Friday, October the 6th to Sunday, October the 8th at the Empire Polo Club in California, in Indo. It's the home of Coachella, by the way. Power Trip Festival is going to be headlined by Guns N' Roses, Iron Maiden, ACDC, 
Ozzy Osbourne, Metallica and Tool. Now, taking into account that ACDC, that's a live return of them with Brian Johnson for the first time since 2016, as well as Ozzy Osbourne, first full headline set since his retirement from touring earlier this year. Like, I thought he retired. And so this... I thought he retired. I, because I'm from Birmingham. I expected to see him just cutting about an Aldi, being like, you right, Ozzy? You, you, no. Good. Do you want the Prince of Darkness is not having about it. Broad Street going to Pop World. I could see it happening. I don't. Isn't he moving to London? <sighs> I yeah. know Tommy Iommi lives in Birmingham. I know he does. To- Tony Iommi. Tony Iommi? It's not Tommy Iommi? Have I been calling? I'm a brummy. I'm embarrassed. This is embarrassing. Are you not embarrassed? <laughs> Am I wrong? Yes. You are wrong. I've seen him cutting about in Birmingham. I just, Have you? I await the day that Ozzy Osbourne is in Pigeon Park, which is a place in Birmingham, feeding the pigeons, not biting their heads off, and I'll be like, Aww. oh, you're right, Ozzy. And then just I'm just away. imagining Ozzy Osbourne as the old pigeon lady on Home Alone. Have you seen He Home is Alone? the old pigeon lady. <laughs> he is. There's Ozzy. so many pigeons in Birmingham. I'm just telling you, like, it could be a staple to Birmingham. Well, we're sticking with the um, older rockers because The Cure, Robert Smith, has been waging a war against Ticketmaster. Now, we're not speaking up against Ticketmaster. We're just reporting the news. But basically, the Cure Please of Health... come to our house, Ticketmaster. Do, do not come for us. The Cure have helped Please cancel... Have, I have a family. This is according to Loudwire. The Cure have helped cancel 7,000 tickets bought for their shows by fake accounts and listed on secondary resale sites. Now, he's previously spoken about his disgust at the Ticketmaster fees um, that fans were being hit with because I think in America, things were a little bit different. So they kept the tickets really low as a band, but then the charges ended up surpassing the face value of the tickets by the time you had the service fee, facility charge, and order processing fee. It's like going to a restaurant in America. Like, you have to be a mathematician. A mathematician. A mathematician. It hurts my brain. Like, I love America. (laughs) I love Americans. But my God, every time we went out to eat in America, I got out my calculator and I've never done that. (laughs) And I think just just pay pay your staff. Just pay your staff a living wage. Like, why am I paying? Why am I paying your staff? Like, Anyway, um, isn't that your job? That's that's the company's job. Instead of you just keeping all the money, that is the greediest thing. Anyway, capitalism. But so that was a big thing. The Cure insisted that they're going to make tickets non-transferable in locations where the laws exist to make that possible. So that prevents tickets from being resold by touting services at an increased price. And I back that so hard, Yasmin, because the amount of people that are buying up tickets, they're not even going to go to the gig. And then you can't go to the gig. And then when you try and buy tickets, they've gone through the roof. Didn't that happen with, um, was it Blink-182? When they announced the dates with um, Tom DeLonge again? I think so. But I will say, um, the only downside to that is if you get sick and you can't go anymore, you can't give your ticket to a mate. You're fucked. But for a sold out show, I think you should just be able to return your ticket. If you give enough notice. Yeah. Yeah. I am um, ticket fees are crazy though. Like it's the same as merch cuts, which I want to talk about in socials later. So I'll get on to that. If someone it... said to you though, if you had a ticket for I don't know your favorite band and you couldn't go see Beartooth, for example, and you but I had can always to... see Beartooth. <laughs> <You're probably> creepy. 
And you could, you would. So you inc- can't use that example because I'll always be there. Okay, okay, okay. Let's say someone Sophie, else. Sophie, I, I don't think you understand. Okay. When I was seventeen, uh, I saw them six years in a row and traveled wrong three different example. countries. Sophie, Sophie. Okay. Look in the eyes, Sophie. You're scaring me now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's say you can't go see your uh, a band that you like. You don't hate. You don't love. You just like. Not bad. If if someone said to you, if someone said to you. It's going to cost you £5 to return it. A bit like when you return a parcel and you've paid for postage and you have to pay for the... You lose that money. You're like, okay, cool. Like, it's not a big deal. I think they should do that. Anyway. I think they should do that. I think finally got that. to my point. Um, I can't believe we um, single-handedly just saved Ticketmaster. You're welcome. Like, we saved the music scene. <laughs> what can I say except you're welcome. Um, so, the next news story, and this is my last one. Um, have you seen what Chester Bennington's son's been going through? my gosh i posted about this myself because i was so pissed off and like i was going to talk about this in socials what a guy i'm so i'm so i feel so bad for him he literally basically he put up a video about the um about his dad and somebody commented with the worst comment i've seen yasmin hang on let me bring up this comment there are levels of stupidity this one just off the charts like I just don't, I don't understand what would compel you to write something so stupid. Go on then. So basically he had to put up a um, response video to a comment that came in that said, your dad didn't kill himself. He was doing good in this world and they didn't like it. What an insane thing to say to someone, like not even just the fact that it's Chester Bennington's kid. You don't go up to someone with a dead parent and go, your parent didn't kill themselves. They were murdered. Like, right? I I just... Sophie, I feel like we're at that level of our friendship where I can make this joke. As a certified haver of a dead parent, Yeah. would you be okay with someone saying that? You'd feel... Do you know what? That's the most painful thing you can say to someone. And I feel like I feel like fans have been doing it to him and they've been doing it to Wolf, Wolfgang Van Halen um about whether he should be join van halen the band and it's just like you don't tell someone what their parents wanted it's just bullshit i think he handled it really well though like i think he handled it like an absolute champ i would have lost my mind um but he has the temperament and the grace of of just uh, just such a wholesome person um but yeah there's like a bunch of people who like have relatives who were in famous bands that then died on tiktok so um uh suicide silence uh mitch looker his wife is on tiktok and posts about him a lot and really posts about their kids and stuff it's really wholesome but people leave rude comments and i'm like that woman has to raise her kids like without her husband like the love of her life the father of her children like how are you why would you take time out of your day to be so stupid also no offense like who goes out of their way to be like, mm, I'm going to share this conspiracy theory to the, the child of a dead rock mm. star. Like, who who knows him better? You, who's not related to him whatsoever and only listen to his music, or his fucking kid? That's how crazy these people are. Like, full on, like, absolutely delusion. delusion, ill, delusion, need help. Babe. Anyway, have you got any more news stories, Yasmin? You didn't mention the Kid Rock one. Which one? Oh, so basically, Kid Rock, um, I don't know if you've seen, but Bud Light, uh, they are a beer company. 
Um, we are not sponsored or endorsed by them, but if they want us to, slay. Um, they are working with this, uh, trans influencer and activist Dylan mm-hmm. Mulvaney. I can never say her name right. Um, she is a trans TikToker who does the day 365 of being a girl. Um, and it's really wholesome and like she's documented her journey from you know transitioning into a woman um slay love it Mm -hmm. and bud light has always been um an ally to the gay community a lot of alcohol companies are like absolute is absolute vodka another ally um smirnoff you know around pride pride months they all release their pride collections and donate Mm -hmm. money to charity um bud light has always been one of those alcohol companies to support queer the queer community um so dylan was on one of the beer cans kid kid rock blasted them online by um <laughs> by taking a bud light and shooting it with a semi-automatic rifle what yeah grow uh, up that's giving me like when nike announced colin kaepernick and people were setting their trainers on fire or sneakers get so- uh, like get over yourself why is the world like this yasmin I know. Um, so Blabbermouth reported uh, Kid Rock, who posted a video of him using a semi-automatic rifle to shoot a rapid fire of bullets at several cases of Bud Light, uh, which had been placed on top of a table by a river. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Do you know what? People always ask us who this podcast is for, and I would say it's for anyone who thinks Kid Rock is a penis. I don't really know much about Kid Rock other than that he's a penis. Like, I only see him in headlines when he's being an idiot. Do you know what? There was a time back in the day where Kid Rock had a massive tune, and I quite liked it because I didn't know his politics back then. And do you know what? Knowing people's shit and social media is just... It's its just the worst. It's just the worst. And I, I know. I hate that man. But um, what amazes me, it's kind of like um, with Led Zeppelin. Uh, not Led Zeppelin. <laughs> You said Let that me start again. A... I'm such a you... poser. It's kind of like with Pink Floyd um, when they posted that Dark Side of the Moon 50th anniversary yes. photo and people got mad because there was a rainbow in it. I feel like conservative... <laughs> the album um, cover is literally a prism. Like... I know. Right-wing people, right-wing <laughs> conservatives are getting angry at things that have always either been adjacent to the queer community or have always been a certain way, and they're only now being like, oh my God, this is terrible. Like Bud Light, like yeah. the fucking Dark Side of the Moon album cover, like drag shows. It's so astounding to me because this was never an issue five, ten years ago. Okay, so let's move on from this point. Um, what have you been seeing happen in releases? I have quite a few here for you. Fallout Boy, obviously. Fallout Boy. Fall Out Boy, Hold Me Like a Grudge. Oh my gosh. And then that's from uh, So Much for Stardust, the album. Have you heard no. the whole album yet, Yasmin? I actually haven't listened to it yet. I've put it off. I need to be in the right headspace to listen to it. It is one of their greatest releases, I think, that they've ever done. It's so mature. It's amazing. So Fall Out Boy. Do you know what I've been listening to a lot recently? Um, yeah. Berry Tomorrow's new album. Yeah. And also I got an early uh, listen to Nothing Nowhere's new album. Chef Kiss. Mm-hmm. Absolute Chef Kiss. Um, Nothing Nowhere has always been like an emo kid. Um, mm-hmm. They started off in like the SoundCloud rapper scene, but have like slowly but surely got heavier and heavier with each release. Amazing, Absolutely. like probably my favorite 
my favorite piece they've ever created, like ever. Genuinely wow. their best work. Um, Very Tomorrow, I love Very Tomorrow, I love Dan, um, and it's just another epic release. And then what else have I been listening to? I've got some more for you. I'm surprised if you've not been listening to this. 100 Gex did a system for down toxicity. Track? I have a hot take. I like oh. 100 Gex and I, I liked them when they kind of blew up in 2020. But I kind of got over the hype. Maybe I'm missing out. Maybe oh. I'm missing out. I'm being stubborn. I only added that in because of you. Um, I, Shikari... I really only like Laura Les from 100 Gex more mm. than 100 Gex. Like her, her solo work, I prefer a lot more. And I prefer like the... A lot, a lot of trans women are um, into hyperpop and in that scene, and I love all of them. So, like, I love her. If you think that Yasmin's take is too hot, get in touch and let us know your thoughts. Um, and Shikari released Bloodshot, which is an absolute killer. It is giving <laughs> me them. the vibes of the prodigy. I love it. It's so giving much. me. I'm descending to outer space. Um, also. Avenged Sevenfold, Release Nobody, Baby Metal, Mirror Mirror, Linkin Park, Fighting Myself. And Lost. Ah, oh. oh, and Lost. Another, so there are two tracks from Meteora um, as part of their 20th anniversary of Meteora. Also, Water Parks with Brainwashed. A sleigh indeed. You know what you forgot? And this kind of ties in with socials. Um, and memes. It's like a big thing. Ooh. Literally, only four days ago, as of recording this, Semper Paternal by Bring Me the Horizon turned 10. Did it really? I can't. I, the reason I didn't forget that, Yasmin, I refuse to acknowledge it. <laughs> Ten years? No. Ten not fair. years. I wrote a, a piece for Louder slash Metal Hammer, because if you don't know, I'm back oh, writing with them. I Ooh. also wrote a piece for that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and Jordan Fish fucking retweeted it. Thank you, Jordan. I'm glad you liked it. Nice. Um, but I ranked every song on Sempaternal and I would love to know what you think I ranked number one because I don't think you think it's the thing that it was. I don't think you went for um, Can You Feel My Heart? No, Can You Feel My Heart was like number five. I said it was I good, think, but I don't really? feel like it epitomises I think album. it went Throne. Wait, what? Throne. Throne's on the other album, you pose a bitch. Ew, ew. I'm not, I'm not the biggest Bring Me The Horizon ew. fan in the world. It was uh, Shadow Moses because that Shadow has been a hit Moses, since it came yes. out and it's still a hit. And also, like, when you think about the, the themes of the that album. Wolves in the throne, wolves in the. House of Wolves. House, House of Wolves, wolves that's what like I was thinking of. Fourth, I think, I want to nice. say. Nice. But um, yeah, no, that was tough. And then second was Hospital for Souls because I feel like those two songs oh. give the duality of what that album was all about and that time period for the band. But, you know, I'm just being an expert. Don't mind me. Yeah, I'm sure you could list all of those names if you hadn't just written an article. <laughs> um, okay, what else has been happening on socials? Um, mostly, like, my timeline is full of the conversation around merch cuts right now and, like, fans really? talking about how merch cuts is affecting them, venues speaking out about how that affects them as well. Like, what I... venue said? Because that's, in- that's interesting. A lot I of venues it. have spoken out and been like, we won't take merch because independent venues, but uh... a lot of um, like corporate-owned venues are, they're, they're like buckling down on it. Bands are about to get creative. I saw Don Brocco um, sold their merch in a pub and sold their fans pints at the same time. And that's so um, cool. Trash Boat were selling them in coffee shops and stuff. And I, I like though very much like I don't like that bands are doing this because they shouldn't have to do this like there should be fair rates on their merchandise but I like that bands are partnering with independent pubs coffee shops and venues to support 
their merchandise and support those companies and vice versa. I'm here for that. I'm here for that. I know. It's such a wholesome moment. And as for everything else on social media, honestly, we've just been, we've been killing it on Bad Omens TikTok. We've launched our TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Um, and of course, the first fucking video we posted glitched because, um, you know, very on brand for us. Um, but The first two, I think, glitched as well. I, I uploaded them at the same time and they both glitched and I was like, fucking haters. Thanks, TikTok. Bad Omens TikTok. I... I think it's Dethrone, that song by Bad Omens, is starting to like pop off, as it should. It slaps. Okay. All right. Well, things happening. Um, That brings us to the conclusion of our news. Yasmin, have you got any words of wisdom? My words of wisdom. um, If you find yourself coming across the TikTok page of a famous celebrity's sibling, child, wife, husband relative friend and you you find an urge to comment something incredibly stupid stop close your app close your phone turn it off put it in a microwave and then leave and think about what you're doing (laughs) do you know what along those lines i've got something to say but it's such a big topic i don't know if we should discuss it at any point i might delete this part out because it's so big I had someone on my page saying that um, Monkey from Corn was quote unquote cancelled. And yeah, and so when they had the conversation, it was because when Chester Bennington um, passed away, his reaction was anger. Okay. And because people were saying that's shaming they try to cancel him. And I think we should do an episode on the impact of unaliving and how the emotions... Some people feel angry and there's a lot of emotions that happen with that, but I do not have the brain capacity. Not right now. I don't have the capacity. Not right now. But I just thought, do you want to do an episode on that at one point we can get an expert on? Yes, we need an expert because we have no fucking clue what we're talking about. No, that's a big topic. Um, Okay, so my words of wisdom this week are be aware of where you get your merch from. Uh, Try and buy merch online, but 100% do not buy merch outside venues. Do not. There's a lot of people who listen to us who haven't been to many gigs before. If you see someone selling merch outside... And it's not the band. And it's not the band, and it's not like this is our official merch... Do not buy it. It's people who are faking merch and taking money out of the band's pockets. But the thing is, scalpers are going to be put out of business soon because if bands can't sell their merch inside the venue, they'll probably have to sell it outside the venue. And I support that. <laughs> if it gets rid of those those people selling fake merch, then yeah, I'm here for it. I, I'm going to hire someone to be a scalper for our show. <laughs> for our live show? I'm going to get a scalper whenever if- we tour next to the... <laughs> If you want to increase the ticket prices. Well, not only that, but like to sell fake merch outside. That would be a made it moment. I know well, I know we've made it when we get a scalper. <laughs> Sophie, j- the ones that sell fake merch and try and sell scammy tickets. We've I'm already had that. Someone. We've I'm... already had that. Our oh, merch got ripped off by um, some random website and it was our exact design, our exact logo trying to sell our merch and apparently they do it with a lot of bands so we have made it. 
dear Yasmin, we have made it. I'm gonna I'm gonna email them and be like, we won't sue you if you come outside of our next public appearance <laughs> and try and sell it. <laughs> like even undercharge us, like completely knock us out of the park. It'll be terrible designs, but I just feel like that would really solidify us. I do want to see like really rinky dink. We wear black designs but with it's spelling like, mistakes. The font is so long that it would just look like an assortment of words, like a, a keyboard smash. <laughs> right, well, that's it for this week. Thank you for joining us. Um, have we told you how to follow us? You can follow us at We Wear Black Pod on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. You can TikTok! I'm at Yasmin Sumanex on everything. And I am Sophie K on everything. I at I am Sophie K. She is also Sophie K. Um, we'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.